All right, welcome back to another episode of A Better Man, A Better You podcast. It's as I, your host, created the show, Aaron Cody. In continuing with our last few episodes, just kind of summing up everything on the health flower and all of its petals, the five petals, which we will go over them real quick, physical, emotional, mental, social, and spiritual. So what we've been doing is breaking these down a little bit just to give you a basic understanding of them so you know the five areas you can focus on in order to become a better, more fulfilled version of yourself, and that will also help you to be better for other people. But you also, most importantly, will just give you the opportunity to live a healthy life and more fulfilling and avoid a lot of the struggles that come with unhealthy mental health. When mental health is weighing heavy on you and becomes such a major factor, as we're kind of learning, it, all the pedals are connected. So if that's lacking when it comes to mental health, it's going to show, it's going to reflect in other areas of your life that you might not even understand why or how or why is this acting up? Why am I feeling this certain way over here in this area of my life, maybe socially? And again, it's affected by one of these other areas. So, you know, when it comes to just things as far as keeping the ego in check, as we become more aware of it, it's good to as you become more aware of it, it's good to, yes, be aware of it, but also the next step is to be able to break it down and say, okay, what area is this trying to fuel right now in my life? What, Which pedal is trying to get this energy from me? It just brings you more awareness as to why and possibly what areas you might realize you need to focus on. Kind of like if you're having the same dream or you're seeing the same things in your dream or something keeps popping up, it's probably your higher self trying to tell you something. So, you're going to be like, oh, I keep seeing purple elephants. I keep seeing purple elephants. Like there's some significance to this. So today I wanted to talk and focus on spiritual health. And this is a big one. I think this is one of the newer things when it comes to, obviously we've said that mental health is becoming more in the forefront of men's minds. And I mean, people in general, but more so men that, you know, are realizing that we're able to feel the emotions and that it's healthy to feel the emotions and go through them and understanding that feeling these emotions is part of the human experience. So instead of shaming yourself for that, it's able to, again, dissect them a little bit, break it down and figure out why you're feeling that way. And, you know, it could go back to something you passed. That's where a lot of time past life regression is and People that are able to channel and kind of connect it on a higher level are often able to break these things down for people and help them understand why they're doing a certain thing continuously or acting a certain way or feeling a certain way. You know, I've heard of past life regressions helping people that who might, for reasons unknown to them, might always be anxious and, and fidgety or have a certain fear. And when they do past life regressions, they're able to figure out what memory that was that stuck with them, what event caused that to happen for them to act a certain way or to feel this certain way or, or continuously do this certain thing. It could be something that happened in a previous life. I know that sounds, to some of you out there, might sound hacky or kooky, but as we get more into this today topic of spiritual health and spiritual development, there's an importance to it. And if you, know, if you asked me 10 years ago, I would have thought it sounds like a bunch of bullshit. Because I didn't understand it. I wasn't aware of it. I don't think at that time I was ready for it. And it takes time to be able to break down old thoughts and rules that you had for yourself and then to develop new ones. And the 
biggest part about all this is being open, remaining open to any possibility and instead of immediately shutting it down because it's not in line with what you're used to thinking about or what you've been taught, what you've grown up believing that there is other options, there is other ways and you just simply are familiar with one way and there's no right or wrong way. It's just simply you got to take a step back and look at it. And if you haven't guessed what I'm talking about or referring to is religion. And this is pretty much any religion comes down to rules and cans and cans and things you should do and things you shouldn't do. But it all kind of puts rules and starts implementing some sort of control. Not saying they're not saying religion's bad. Don't get me wrong. What I'm getting at is that we get so passionate about whatever we've been brought up believing and being taught and soaking in that so passionate about it that you're not willing to accept people with different thoughts or different mindsets or different outlooks on life, different viewpoints, different walks of life. I mean, everybody's diff to get mad at someone or shun someone or kick them, push them away simply because it's not the same belief as you that's it's ignorant and it's it doesn't serve anything. What's what serves greater purpose is being able to listen to someone else and their thoughts and actually take something from it and they can take something from you. And when you look back at a lot of these ancient beliefs and foundations, a lot of them have so many similarities that it's kind of freakish that they all, and you kind of see how as different as they all are, they all kind of come back to the same thing. And it's usually that higher source. And the source is what you call it, universe, God, Allah, Buddha, whatever it is, it's, there's this higher source in almost all these religions and, and beliefs that there's something higher than us. And that's not really too hard to wrap your head around. The fact that there's something greater than us. And again, to repeat it time and time again, is that we're spiritual beings having a human experience. So we're just one part of this whole crazy experience that even if the complete truth was told to you, it'd, it'd probably sound like the most far-fetched made up thing that you wouldn't believe it anyway. And so taking bits and pieces and little nuggets of information and slowly easing your way into it and letting your mind slowly soak in certain ideas and concepts, more and more will continue to open up for you. And more and more will start making sense. And I'm speaking from personal experience that as I continue to stay open and do more research and educate myself and watching more educational videos and reading books and things of that nature, it's at one point it was like everything had blown up and there was so much, so many different ideas. And if a lot of it didn't make sense, like I wanted to believe it, but I didn't know didn't know how it could be possible. And I think sometimes we get caught up with that, always wanting some concrete proof, answer, scientific explanation. And that's, it, it goes way beyond that. You know, we talked, I think in the first episode about metaphysical stuff and things that are beyond what we can even wrap our head around. Universal consciousness. And if, you, if you're familiar with the double slit experiment, it shows that the simple act of observation can change the movement of particles. So simply just observing it changes the way they move. And so that shows you that there's a certain observation field that when the higher, more connected you are to that higher source, the more aware of it you are. And that's where channelers come into play who are able to tap into something that we all have the capability of doing, but we just all don't do it for one reason or another, because you might not believe it. You might not understand it. You might be blocked. It could be a bunch of different things, but we all have that capability of tapping into that higher source. You constantly hear 
meditation is a huge factor that helps with these things because it slows you down and allows you to be connected and really just focus on the breathing and channel that energy and boom, you're tapped in. And this has been going on for thousands of years. It's as time has gone on, those people that are very connected are outcasted. They're called, we call them witches. We burn them at the stake. Like anyone that has, you know, superhuman powers as we call them, because they're beyond what the average normal human can do. We automatically want to think that there's something wrong with them. And instead of it, is it being a gift? You know, there's people, I mean, the CIA hired people to do remote viewing. This is 40, 50 years ago to sit in a room and to spy on other countries simply by sitting in a room and, and focusing the energy and connecting to this higher source. It sounds crazy, but it's true. There's proof of it. And it's something that they might not publicize often or like put right out there for your social medias. But if you do the research, you look up Yuri Geller, you, you can, you'll find out. So I'm talking about all this because spirituality is such a personal thing with everybody. And so going along with that ego is that we feel like we all have our own way, but it, we all have our own connection. We all have our own belief and it's, it's all, it's always my way. And that kind of cr creates that divide instead of really kind of understanding that we're all part of the one greater source, the one we're all connected. We're all part of that one. And so if you can kind of, again, conceptualize that and even be on board with that, you can see that spirituality is just that of how connected you are to that higher source. And you can find that, you can find spirituality through religion. And that's why it's one of the good things religions can do is that it can help you access that higher source. A lot of religions do it with music or chanting or drums or bowls or any type of sound, vibrational, anything that can connect and create a certain vibration can help you get connected. So ancient cultures will chant and you've the Native Americans have their, you know, certain chants and things that they do and dancing and it all goes down to a certain energy and vibration and connecting to that higher source. Some people can find it through meditation. Some people do it through deep breathing exercises. There's many ways. Some people find it through plant medicine. You tap into that and it's a, a whole energy source that's moving through you. So that's when I talk about spiritual and spirituality, that's what we're talking about is it's connecting to that. So you can put whatever label on it. If I say the universe, if in your head you say God, fine. It is it is what it is. It's just a simple label we put on it, but it's all the same thing. And so finding that, is, and everybody finds it in different ways, different capacities, different levels. And so there's not one right or wrong way. Some people would like to go to a church on Sunday or Saturday or some form of service and find it that way. Other people would like to sit and meditate. Other people want to go for a hike, go out in nature, be in in the forest or at the beach, just smelling, seeing, hearing, activating those senses. Because our five senses, again, is part of that human experience. So being able to smell, smell the air, smell, you can smell the trees, you, can, you know, there's that smell after rain. So being able to smell is such a beautiful thing and a, and a gift that we get as a human. And sight, being able to actually physically see the, the lights and colors and the, the beauty that the world has to offer, the sounds, listening to the sounds of nature. You can, sometimes you can taste the air or taste whatever it is, taste fruit, taste the creations of this and feeling the texture of things, your feet in the sand, the ocean mist that's hitting you, the wind blowing in the hair, whatever 
senses being stimulated, that all, all those senses clicking is part of that spiritual connectedness. And when they're all going at the same time or multiple ones, you start feeling like a certain, you just sometimes, it's sometimes it's even hard to put into words and really break down, but it's just something you can just feel connected. That's, they talk about grounding is an exercise where you make sure your, uh, your feet are touching the ground, meaning like on soil, on grass, bare feet, do it for, you know, 10, 15 minutes a day sometimes to really connect with that source of mother nature, of this living planet that's providing us with so much and that we're, you know, constantly using to survive is getting in touch and contact with that. You know, we're so used to having some type of rubber or some soles of our shoes that stop that connection. You want a conductor of that energy to flow completely through you. So having your senses stimulated, it can be a very spiritual experience. Even sexual intercourse, a very passionate, connected, euphoric, climatic experience, and you're hitting that ecstasy. It can be, for those of who have actually like hit that and really experienced that, it's undescribable. There's something about it that's fucking incredible, and it's just, you almost feel out of body. And that's when people have talked about out-of-body experiences, and is that basically your vibration is going, it goes out of your physical body and raises up and you're that much more connected to that higher source you're in that different density if you will and you're feeling just a certain way and of course your body's still breathing it's this isn't it's not a negative thing the out of body kind of freaks people out because you're like what do you mean out of body and you f spiritually can leave that vessel at that point that's when you, they say you can travel and do astral projection and anything of that nature you know what was it remote viewing so spiritual health is really there's a lot to it. And so a lot of this is really finding what works for you. You know, I could sit here and pump yoga and meditation all day, but that might not be what's working for you or currently at this point in time, what would work for you. So this one, you know, spiritual health and spiritual development requires a lot more openness for one, education and research. So you have to be able to educate yourself and be open to some of these things that you hear that immediately you want to shut down and shove off is like, bullshit there's no way absolutely not like be open to it and there's so many programs out there now that i mean they do it with movies they kind of call it drip disclosure where they will put little nuggets of things to help so we can wrap our head around it watching a movie and we think oh that's cool and then in reality it's like that's probably what's really going on and they're just planting that seed so at the time when your consciousness and your mental state is has to wrap your head around it, you've you've already kind of have something to hold on to. For instance, like a Men in Black, or even if you've ever seen Ghost with Whoopi Goldberg and Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore, like Whoopi Goldberg is a channeler. She's able to channel a spirit, a spirit or a consciousness from a different density and or dimension, basically from someone who's passed on. So that body's dead, but that person that lived inside them, that soul, it still lives on. So she's able to channel that, and that's something that if you try to explain to Chandler or someone, they might not get it. You say, oh, like ghosts. It's like, oh, I get it. With Avatar, how they kind of reference multiple things. They reference kind of the matrix where your your consciousness is downloaded into another vessel or physical being, and you're able to control that, but yet you, your, who you are, your conscious is still here connected to the system. Shows you in the matrix, again, an Avatar, Jake Sully, he's he's controlling his avatar right and he's when he's in the avatar he feels as real as it gets 
And that's kind of another seed they've planted. And that, that this could be possibly going on on another planet. There's a planet like ours out there that's very similar, but yet different and more beautiful and these bi- bioluminescence lighting and things like that. Like who's to say that doesn't exist? And certain programs and there's certain people out there who will put their life on it that they've seen these type of things and they've experienced these different ways of life and different life forms. So, you know, if someone talks about an alien or UFO, if you immediately shut that down, you're you're shutting down the idea of God, that, that God or the creator of the universe could not create something else besides us humans, which is ridiculous thought it's kind of weird to wrap your head around that that like that we're the only thing that this most powerful entity in the world or in the whole universe that ever exists and this is all that that can create is us it's like no there's probably and you look out and you see the stars and that's one way to get very in touch and get get back in line with your spirituality is find a place where you can go look at some stars and depending on where you're at you might be able to do it from your backyard tonight if you're in la you have to get the hell out of these cities such as LA where there's so much light pollution and there's it just blocks out all the beautiful visibility that you want to be able to kind of soak in. So you get out and just, what's your thing? I mean, if you smoke a joint, whatever it may be, do some breathing. There's all different ways, but get just calm and lay out, stare up in the sky and just let your mind go to understand that each star you see out there is probably another galaxy and in that galaxy there's billions of stars and different suns and billions of planets and it's just endless it's endless and that universe is still expanding so to really kind of that's a great way to kind of initially ease into it you just let your mind go and just wherever it goes let it go so as you let your mind kind of expand there you're able to get that knowing of like yeah there's a higher source there's something out there So going back to what else you can do to really get in touch spiritually is, like I said, remaining open and pushing yourself. And this often I feel like is one that lacks, this area is lacking in a lot of people's lives, especially men. The ego creeps in, lets us think that, you know, we know what's good and we know exactly how it's all figured out and we know what's going on. I've got it all figured out. I'm good. And knowing that you don't know nothing is right where you need to be. When you think you know it all, you don't know shit. So another way to really get in touch with your higher spiritual self and connect on a spiritual level is to spend time alone. I would strongly recommend this, but do it knowing why you're doing it. You know, the pandemic was great personally for me in a lot of ways because it gave me less distractions and a lot of time to myself personally where I was able to really go deep and do meditation, read read spiritual books, listen to a lot of spiritual authors, expand my mind, educate myself, watch certain programs and shows that really shed light on these things and really change the whole path of my life for the better. You know, Gaia Network, Gaia TV is such an amazing, amazing thing in my life personally. It comes basically, I'm pay for my Gaia and I'm going to pay for my Spotify before I pay my damn rent. Like those two are such important things to me. This music, not going to talk about that here, but just having Gaia and constant knowledge flowing in and 
learning and all these people and realizing there's a whole community out there of people who are on this level and wanting spiritual growth and understanding that we do things here individually for the greater good of the whole creator and for you know humankind so educate yourself try things out give some meditation a try and not just two days you got to do it consistently for at least a couple weeks to be able to then say i don't like meditation it doesn't work for me but if you don't like it it's probably because it's frustrating you can't clear the mind you can't calm you know the thoughts coming in and that's exactly why you need meditation because you have to train your body and train your mind not fight that and not have to be in control. Yeah, yoga is a great way to, is a great thing to experiment with and see if that helps in any way for you to kind of feel more spiritually connected. And you'll, you'll kind of know as things progress, how your spirituality is going and how you're feeling towards others, the way you act in certain situations, how you respond. Again, going back to how these areas are all connected, when you become higher spiritually connected and on that level and you're vibrating at a different level, your mental state will get better. You you look at the world differently. You have a deeper gratitude and much more appreciation for things in life. And so that helps your mindset and it can help with the depression. That's why people say, if you're depressed, try yoga, try meditation. These things all help multiple areas of the health flower and, and to really connect and bring you back to a more grounded spiritual connected self so give these things a try and understand it and however spirituality works for you that's fine if you have a way that you feel connected to that source continue to do it just be open and accepting of others when they come in with different mindsets different concepts theories views approaches you know just because it's different learn from it Find out about what it is and their approach that works for them and try that out. And, you know, when it comes, like when I did acting, taking classes, you learn about different methods and there's Strasberg and there's Meisner and Adler. and There's so many different methods and there's no right or wrong method. It's just simply learning them and then finding out which, which one works for you or what part works for you. You might be able to take a little bit from this method and a little bit from this method and disregard that from that method, but take this, and then you form your own method. And that's what these successful actors and musicians do. They take a little bit from everyone they've learned from that's paved the way before them. Kobe Bryant, prime example. You know, there's a comparison with him and Jordan, but like he, his game was mimicked after Jordan. Like he took everything that Jordan brought to this world and took that and then added his own flair and his twist and created the, the Mamba. So, you know, it's it's just about trying new things, being open, and experiencing that higher source, however that may be, and finding out what the best way for you to connect to that. And again, gratitude is such a huge thing. You know, having a gratitude journal every night or every morning before you go to bed or when you wake up, write down five things you're grateful for. The most basic things. I'm grateful that I'm alive today, that I've got this roof over my head, that I've got this coffee cup with this delicious coffee in front of me, whatever it may be, find what it is you're grateful for. And it doesn't need to be all these expensive things. You know, even if you have nothing, you've still got something. So find gratitude, explore, expand your mind, connect, get spiritual. There's going to be some spiritual teacher out there that's going to work for you. There's many, 
And I, as I've gone through my years of growth and continuing, there's so many different teachers that I can learn from, and then I'm finding new teachers, and someone will reference someone else, and then that leads me to watch stuff and listen to stuff and podcasts and things from them, buy their books, pull from their material to form what works for me and my own method. So I really encourage you to have fun with this and be free and really, really, really allow yourself to step outside your normal way of thinking and your normal boundary and see what you can come up with. See how you feel when you're coming across these things. There's certain things I know I've come across that just were speaking to me. It just, all of a sudden you have this moment of, holy shit, it, that makes so much sense. It just makes perfect sense. Like you feel like you've had these questions for so long and they've just been answered. And so, and it might be something so basic. It's not always the most detailed thing. Oftentimes it's the most basic thing. They break it down to this basic understanding of as things get broken down and they put it in a different light, it just makes so much sense. And so it encourages me to want to continue to read more and get more of those aha moments. So I can recommend some of the people that have done it for me. And that's a great way to start, or you can just start on your own. But I do recommend Gaia. They have free trials. Listen to some stuff from Ram Dass, Eckhart Tolle, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra. I'm right now, I'm reading a book by Jen Sincero, and this thing is amazing. She's this godsend in this format of a book right now. I would love to meet her, get her on the show, but she's just got so many nuggets in this book that I'm reading that it's mind-blowing. So in fact, as soon as I'm done with this episode, I'm going to go sit down and read a couple more chapters and get this, finish this book in the next couple of days. So, and it's called You're a Badass at Making Money, if anyone's interested. I'm not getting any kickbacks from this right now. I'm just simply saying that this book is absolutely incredible and I recommend it. It's not just about money. There's so much to it. But anyway, we're going to wrap up this episode now. We'll definitely, as these episodes go on, we'll get more into deeper spiritual connection and ways, but want to give you all just a basic understanding of what we're talking about so you know, so we can move forward and make these changes. We can eliminate this toxic masculinity. We can promote the responsible masculinity, and we can get you guys into being the best versions of yourself for you and for others. Live that healthy life. So thank you again for listening to this episode of A Better Man, A Better You podcast. Your boy AC, signing off. Ciao.